When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. A Dadsnet original podcast. And welcome to another episode of Adam and Cotney John's Big Movie Podcast. I am Adam, and as always, I am joined by the one and only Mr. Cotney John. How are you doing? You all right, Bob? I'm all right, mate. And for those that can't see us, which is all of you if you're listening to this, uh, we are together only for the second time ever uh, recording this. And there is a good reason for why. Because it is now past midnight on Friday, and we have just got back from the cinema and we are going to tell you all about it. But not only that, we've obviously got our movie tagline, no, our movie plot. I always say tagline, don't I? I think tagline's good, though. Because yeah. it's a tagline, isn't it? Well, is it? Yeah, because you're, you're no, like... No, because a tagline... Yeah. giving a tagline for us to get right. the film. Yeah. So our movie plot in one sentence, basically, uh, will be coming up, which we've had a lot of love for on the group. Um, people saying that they got it right last I week. I think they're lying. You think? I think they're lying. I don't believe them. I well, don't believe them. Not from your clues. I believe. Not from them clues. I believe all our loyal <laughs> listeners. I am glad you're joining us. Uh, so we've got another one of them, and we've also uh, got a couple of extra reviews for you. I've been a busy boy this week. A very, very busy boy, uh, because my colleague over here has been a little bit poorly, haven't you? I've I've had that cold that's going round. <laughs> I've had it. I'm on week just starting week four, and we're sat very close. So, so good luck. Yeah, good luck. Good, good luck, luck, me Adam. Uh, in the future. <laughs> yeah, um, but let's get straight into it because we have got loads to talk about. So tonight. It was an old school cinema experience, wasn't yeah. it? I I said that, didn't I? Like when we got there, it was packed. We haven't been to the cinema for so long where it's been that busy. Oh, it was absolutely there was like a, a proper atmosphere of excitement yeah. to see a big film in the IMAX. Every seat it was sold out, and. Uh, you luckily just got a seat because you had a problem. Yeah, I worry. had some serious issues with booking my ticket, but luckily a wonderful employee at the Odeon Cinema uh, was able to sort me out. And the way he was, I mean, really, he sorted me out because I'm not one of those customers that will kick up a big fuss. I don't really like making a scene. Obviously, being an old Odeon employee, I was looking for some love. Uh, but then but then they obviously still did hate he say, me from... Did he say, oh my God, it's Adam yeah. Oh my God, are you that, are you that Adam Armageddon who ate a record amount of nacho cheese? Um, but no, we got sorted and he was a good lad. And then we went to watch the brand new release out today. And it is the DC 
Action fantasy. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. In it, oh, I got he got cast in this fifteen years ago. This is a huge passion project for the Rock. The Rock. The Rock, baby. The rock. rock the Dwayne Johnson. Rock the Dwayne Johnson. Dan Alson would say. He has beat every single person, apart from paper. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is DC's Black Adam. Oh, man. You know, it annoys me when, it annoys me when we're not together, but it annoys me more when we're, when we're next to each other. Um <laughs> So, so annoying. Anyway, uh, yeah, so if you've not seen it, it is everywhere at the moment, all on the side of buses, on TV. The Rocky's on a huge promotional tour. It's the big superhero movie. It's been kind of hailed as the saviour of the DC franchise because, as we all know, DC are struggling. They are very much in Marvel's, what would you say? Shadow. Shadow. And... You know, the, the they had Man of Steel a few years ago, which did well, and it was and it was you know warmly received. And then you then went to you know Batman versus Superman, which had a lot of hype, an awful lot of hype, fell flat, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, obviously, then you had the Justice League film, which really did fall flat again. The Wonder Woman's were a welcome distraction. Uh, great films, uh, personally, and so now we've reached Black Adam. Uh, so we'll get straight into it. Uh, you know, we know that schools are breaking up or have broken up. So this is a, a, a peak time to go to the cinema, whether it's, you know, with mates, with your partner, with your children, whoever it may be. Black Adam rated 12A, so you can take your three-year-old if you want, even though I wouldn't recommend it. No, 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 yeah, yeah. So I'm going to go straight over to my good friend, Cotney John. Black Adam, what are you saying? Uh, I'm saying, good try. <laughs> That's yeah, worth yeah. it. You are dogged it. A good try. That's what you say to a child in the class, where you say, what's two add two? And they go, um, an elephant. You go, ooh, good try, but it's yeah, four. It's, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's not four. It's not four Sandys. It's... Sorry, was I not talking into the microphone? <laughs> I'm just trying to make sure we're on point because it's very late. Exactly. Yeah. What is uh, a podcast? But <laughs> it's a genuine question that needs an answer. It's fair. Um, yeah, it was The Rock in absolutely incredible. He, he's genuinely, he's a good actor. He, he made this film. He supported expertly by Piers Brosnan. Can I just quickly cut in? Sorry, yeah. to, I don't want to disrupt your flow, but we have had a, a message on the group as well talking about our admiration for certain male uh, figures in film. <laughs> We've talked about Brendan Fraser, haven't we? We've talked about Brad Pitt yeah. um, and George Clooney, obviously. Clooney. We do want to take this moment to just acknowledge the condition that The rock, rock got himself in for this film. Ridiculous. It's pathetic. It's it's It's... it's it puts us all to shame. He plays basically a god, yeah. and he firmly looks like one with no CGI. With no, yeah, he, he just is. He is a superhero in real life. Exactly. But continue. Yeah. Uh, so, The Rock, Piers Brosnan, absolutely amazing. Um, the rest of the supporting cast. No, the mum and the son, very good. Uh, 
But I I personally think they they tried to do a Marvel. Right. They shoehorned in extra characters, extra heroes, so they can do spin-offs that gave, in my opinion, nothing to the film. It was, I would say, a, an hour, maybe 45 minutes too long. Um, it felt like the scenes at the start of the film dragged on, and then at the end of the film, when they were closing everything up, it felt like about 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Like they just went bang, 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 done, finished. Yeah. And it it, it just didn't... They, don't get me wrong, there were parts of it that I was that had me laughing, parts of it that had me, you know, getting going back to the old WWE days, cheering on The Rock. But it, it just didn't work. Well, that's fair. That's why we're here, yeah. to give you our honest opinion. Uh, personally, um, you know, I don't completely disregard what you're saying. I, I completely accept all your points. Mm. I think, um, I do think The Rock was incredible. I think he was born to play this role. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Pierce Brosnan, again, was fantastic. It's nice to see him in a, in a decent role. He's kind of... He kind of does the odd little bit, doesn't he? But this is like this He's is been doing big, rom-coms for yeah. A long this time, is like yeah. a big, big film, big action film, big budget. So it was good to have Pierce Brosnan there. Like you said, there are some funny bits in it. Obviously, there's an awful lot of action, some great action sequences. There's a lot. There's of a wall lot of smashing. there is a lot of wall smashing, and yeah. and I'm not gonna lie, I'm a fan of a wall smash. I like it. I feel like I could do it if angry enough. <laughs> um, but maybe there was just one one too many walls smashed. I, I mean, I, I reckon there were about 30 too many walls smashed. Potentially, yeah. It's, there's only so many times you can see someone go for a wall and not get hurt. And, <laughs> and you just I'll stop caring. I'll tell you what I always think with these superhero movies, though, is, you know, when you have like these big, big battle scenes in mm. these big towns or cities, and then you see like a building get thrown or a massive plane or helicopter get thrown into civilians those civilians are dead and we, yeah. we don't really yeah. know anything about them and and then you're kind of cheering on the fact that the person threw the enemy plane into the city but then you know what about what about the people and in the it, city and it was one of them as well and th- this annoys me about a lot of superhero films to be honest they absolutely destroy the city and then at the end of it, they're just walking through the city. Hailed as heroes. Yeah, and it's like, but that, that city was destroyed 30 seconds ago <laughs> by a god exploding. <laughs> you, you know, it's like, it's like, it's like walking through, you know, like as if there was a massive fire or something. And then, but the couch is still there. Right. And they just okay. go and have a sit down. It's just like, no, you just destroyed that, bruv. Like, Keep keep it realistic as much as possible for a superhero film. Yeah, but there was too there was too much inconsistency throughout the film. Actually, yeah, I think I think. Oh, why did you speak English? The, the, well, I why mean, listen, there's English? loads there's loads of, of films that you can pick. I mean, we don't wanna, we don't want to pick too many holes. At the end of the day, if you're looking to get lost, a lot of holes. If you are looking to get lot bullet holes. If you're looking to get wall lost, holes. <laughs> yeah, wall holes, loads of walls. Um, if you're looking to get lost for two hours, and then we're talking, you know, popcorn, B 
big drink, the rock on the big screen. Yeah. It's, it's exactly what you expect. It's, a, it's pretty much exactly what I expected. And maybe expected it to be a little bit slicker, if that's fair. Yeah. It just at times felt, for personally, it felt just like they were trying a bit too hard. There was, there was like, so the, uh, what's he called? Atom, Atom. Atom Splitter. Atom Smasher. Atom Smasher. Who they kept giving him like Deadpool lines. Yeah. Know, like comedy Deadpool he lines. He kind of played the idiot, just, didn't he? It just didn't fit with the film. And then the teenage girl that controlled the wind. I mean, I wish she'd have just blown away. <laughs> like, yeah. like, how many times did we see her spin in slow motion? Yeah, it's true. That's very, very true. But <laughs> we don't want to give away too much of the, uh, the high stakes plot. Uh, so let's get straight to the ratings. So Black Adam released today. Huge release from DC. Cotney John, what is it getting from you? Two. Two Sandys. So, yeah, I'm not going to watch it again. Wow. That's all there is to it. <sighs> I mean, yeah, wow. I mean, I, I'm going to give it three Harry Stampers. And the reason I'm giving it three Harry Stampers is you will rarely find me giving any Dwayne The Rock Johnson film less than three. Just because yeah. the man is my idol. I, I wanted to, and I was fully expecting at least a four. I yeah. was hoping for a five, expecting a four. Yeah, I adore The Rock. I love I love him in everything he's in. And, you know, I'm always asked the question, who would be my dream podcast guest? It would always be The Rock. Who's asked you that? Um, quite a lot of people, mate. Really? Yeah, I'm a bit of a big deal. But, yeah, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who would your dream guest be? Me. You interviewing you? Yeah. Are you doing, bruv? Or yeah. you? Yeah. That would be the greatest part. But, no, no, but I'm one of them people, like, I don't, Without being rude, I just don't care. So you wouldn't have Slash on the podcast? I'd like to meet Slash, but I'd rather meet him just face-to-face where I could have a chat with him rather than having to interview him or something. Yeah, there's no way Slash would like you. Anyway. Slash would love me. <laughs> so, Black Adam. Uh, it's been rated two Sandys, three Harry Stampers. Personally, I think if you like a superhero movie, if you like your action, if you like The Rock... Go and watch it. If you're hoping for more, I'm sorry to say you may be leaving just slightly, slightly disappointed. But personally, I'm a big action adrenaline fan and it kept my attention. And for someone with ADD, that can be difficult. You see, that's my problem. I know if I wasn't in the cinema, I'd have turned it off. Mm. Uh, At about the hour and a half mark, I'd have turned it off. I stopped caring. Who won? Who won? Yeah. So you, you treat it like a WWE match. Well, who won? You no, know, no, because I never once stopped caring if The Rock won. I loved him. Yeah. And I still love him. I still love him. And I'll still watch every film he yeah. ever makes. But this one just weren't. And, and I don't think it was his fault because, like I say, the core story was really good. The Rock was really good. The main characters were really good. But all the little throw-in characters, like they had the worst baddie I've ever seen. The the, the guy with the London accent. Yeah, he was bad. Yeah. Yeah. He was just, where you going, mate? It was he, like you. No, but it wasn't. You, it was you like were Dick in that Van film. Dyke. It was like Dick Van Dyke in uh, <laughs> Mary, Poppins. Mary Poppins. Yeah, it was like, he wasn't scary, 
but just saying horrible things. And it just, there was no point to it. It was just like, the guy's a dick. Yeah, well... Like, you didn't need Black Adam, you just needed to give him a slap. <laughs> okay, right. Well, I mean, this has gone on for far too long. Like Black Adam... <laughs> Black Adam, two Sundays, three Harry Stampers. I think it's worth a watch. Cutney John doesn't think so. But let's get into what you are all waiting for. If you've not seen the film, don't worry. These are movie plots in one sentence. Now, over the past few weeks, Cotney John has been scratching his hair, and trust me, he has been <laughs> molting because it's falling out. <laughs> bum, bum. Look at this, look at this. 40 in a month, and look at that. Not, not a gap. Not a gap. I've got luscious hair. That's the word um, for it, luscious. Okay. Are you ready? So, yeah. so I want everyone. We're gonna. We are definitely gonna put a poll up this week. The episode goes out. We'll put a poll on the Adam and Cotney John Big Movie Podcast Facebook page. Make sure you check it out. Make sure you follow the page and get involved. Here we go. A dad takes a long time to collect his daughter. Okay, I'll do that one more time. A dad. Takes a long time to collect his daughter. Okay. So a dad takes his a long time to collect his daughter. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. So, um, it has been a very busy week for me. Uh, Busier than I anticipated. On Sunday night, uh, I booked two tickets to go and watch uh, the return once again. How many returns has there been? Well, I'll tell you. This is the thirteenth return of Michael Myers, and the movie was Halloween Ends. So, in this bumper episode of Adam and Cotton John's Big Movie Podcast, we've actually got three movie reviews, three of the big releases that are out now. So, you've got your choice of what you want to go and see. Uh, so, in t- in twenty eighteen, we had. Kind of a reboot sequel to the original Halloween, which we went to watch together, yeah. which we enjoyed, enjoyed at the it. time. Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, a year later, we had Halloween Kills, which mm. the less said about that, the better. Um, and then we have 2022's Halloween Ends. And we were booked to go and see it. Unfortunately, you got struck down with this horrible cold. Uh, so I drafted someone else to come and watch it with me because I am committed to this podcast and I am committed to giving our loyal listeners, you know, the view that they all need. My view. 
I'm joking. So four years after the last encounter with mass killer Michael Myers, Laurie Strode is living with her granddaughter and trying to finish her memoir. Myers hasn't been seen since, and Laurie finally decides to liberate herself from rage and fear and embrace life. However, when a young man stands accused of murdering a boy that he was babysitting, it ignites a cascade of violence and terror that forces Laurie to confront the evil she can't control. Halloween ends. So you were really up for it, weren't you? I, yeah, I love... I See, I'm... I'm a big fan of horror films. Yeah. But I am continuously disappointed by them. I think and it's a tough genre. It's, a, it's one of the toughest genres. And there's... There are some that really got it right. Most have got it incredibly wrong. Yeah. And to actually scare someone, that's it's quite an emotion to evoke when they know it's fake. They know, You know you're watching a film. So to actually be scared by a film, that's quite a tough ask. Yeah. Um, and most films don't do that for me. I, I, I remember watching the original It when I was about 12. Tim Curry? Tim Curry, yeah. yeah. And being terrified by it and that's that feeling i'm looking for in horror films yeah and it just it's so rare that it actually happens and like even the remake of it 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 didn't scare me at all not one part of that film had me yeah even close to the edge of my seat i actually felt quite comfortable in the remake of it you mean yeah 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 um, and, even and though I, when we went to watch it in IMAX on the day of release at midnight, there was a Pennywise. It was weird having a Pennywise. That was the scary the bit, not necessarily the film. <laughs> um, so Halloween ends, you couldn't go and see it, but luckily for you, your best mate over here yes. uh, took my oh, dad. I, I was going to say your dad. <laughs> I took my dad, and the best bit about it is uh, my dad uh, had no idea what he was watching, so Big I took, took my dad... Uh, he came with me so I didn't have to go on my own to watch a horror film and uh, I'm just going to give you my review and then you are going to have the podcast debut of the legend that is Big Mike my father has reviewed Halloween Ends for all you amazing listeners but first of all I'll let you know my view Uh, Halloween Ends end please God (laughs) end it was absolutely dreadful it was it was a sack of absolute dog dirt it was i'm not joking it was like like there's certain films that are so bad they're good or so bad that they're funny and you kind of find the enjoyment this didn't have that it was trying to be this kind of reimagining all this and that and i'm not going to give too much away because there are spoilers and i'm not going to spoil it for anyone but it's pathetic um, but it is funny. So I'm going to play you now. Oh, just to let you know, one Harry Stamper, and it's lucky to get that. <laughs> um, <laughs> moving swiftly on. Uh, we're going to play you now um, my dad's review of Halloween Ends. Here we go. Hey, it's Adam reporting live for Adam and Cockney John's Big Movie Podcast. And I haven't got Cockney John with me uh, this evening. I've just been to the cinema with my dad. Yes, Big Mike was invited as Cockney John had to pull out, um, not feeling the best. So I treated my dad to Halloween Ends, which is a 13th film in the Halloween franchise. And uh, the best bit was my dad has never seen 
uh, a Halloween movie in any of them, and there's been 13. And uh, who did you think that the killer was? Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Freddy Krueger. So it wasn't the best start, but uh, I'm just going to give you a sneak peek, an absolute exclusive, and this is Big Mike's review of Halloween Ends. The only good thing I can say about Halloween Ends is that I've not seen the previous 12, and therefore I've saved at least 24 hours of my life, because that's what a complete waste of time that was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll obviously discuss my thoughts on the app, but you weren't impressed, were you? Overall, no, not impressed at all. <laughs> not with any of it. So, your favourite movie character was, uh, or is, Indiana Jones, correct? Absolutely. So out of five Indiana Jones, what is Halloween Ends getting from Big Mike? It wouldn't even get a whip. <laughs> Go on, you've got to rate it. I'll rate it as a half out of five. We don't do halves on Adam and Cotty Jones, Big Movie Podcast. Well, that's a big, big fat zero. <laughs> no indies. No indies. No indies. Well, there you have it. Thank you, Dad, and sorry that I had to drag you. We've actually just got out of the cinema now, and it's quarter to midnight on a Sunday. Uh, so it's a very tired Monday for, you know, for no indies. All right, say bye to everyone, Dad. Goodbye, and please, if I'm coming again, can I have a film that's actually decent? <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> not even a whip. What, not even a, what whip. a debut from Big Mike. If you enjoyed that from my dad, I would love it if you just pop to the group, let us know, because I'm not going to lie, ever since I recorded that with him, he's been saying, is it out yet? Is it out yet? Is he getting excited? Um, yeah, he's chuffed his, and he, he was class, to be fair. I said to him, I said, listen, dad, come with us, please. John's had to pull out late. Um, and the reason, and this is coming from my 60-plus-year-old father, this is how I got him to come to the cinema with me. Dad, please, oh, I'm pretty tired, son. Oh, but I don't want to go on my own. I'll get you a pick-and-mix. And he went, all right, then. <laughs> and then he came. Uh, and then when he said that on the way, when he said, when he said, I've not seen any of the Halloweens, I said, really? I said, this is the 13th one. And he went... Freddy Krueger in it. I was like, oh my God. But it was funny when we came out, my dad's obviously struggling with his knees a little bit. So he walks a bit slowly. And uh, I said to him, I said, I tell you what, dad, you had a lot in common with the guy in that, didn't you? And he went, what are you talking about? I went, well, you both called Michael and you both walk really slowly. <laughs> um, so the, the, the best bit as well, he tried to rate it a half. And then when I told him he couldn't rate it half, he could have just given it a one. Yeah, but he refused to <laughs> give it a one, which shows you. And I'm sure there will be people out there going on dates, whatever it may be. And it's always a nice one. You go on a yeah. date, just go and see a scary film, get like cuddled up together, whatever it may be. Halloween ends. It could be the end of the relationship before it begins. Really? It was shocking. It was really, really poor. It was a sad way. Uh, to finish but then is it finished really because we had we, you know oh, Michael Myers you know he's he, he's a comeback kid isn't he he will be back again I'm I sure do know what I want though I and I hate to say this because I used to love her but I think we need to get rid of Jamie Lee you think Jamie Lee Curtis has done it? Yeah, I think I think her time is done on that franchise don't get me wrong I think she's a great actress 
But I saw her on Graham Norton. Yeah, yeah. She clearly doesn't actually have any passion for ha- the Halloween films. No, I think... It was... It felt very forced. And, I mean, to be honest, it felt like she was extremely drunk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably because she's, she's had to film that sack yeah. of shit. Oh, I would... If I was in a bad film, I'd be really drunk. Yeah. Really drunk. That's probably why the film would be bad. Um, <laughs> live, yeah. Live, live. Um, so, uh, completely on the flip side of Halloween ends, uh, the yesterday I took my little girl, my six-year-old little darling Isla, to the cinema to watch. Lyle, Lyle, Crocodile. It's... I I was up for that one. Yeah. I I saw the adverts. I'm not a huge... No, I know you're a Shawn Mendes fan. Massive. Um, My my little girl is a crazy Shawn Mendes fan. I'm like a 40-year-old man. Yeah. I'm not a fan of Shawn Mendes. But you're also a 40-year-old man who was really up for Lyle Lyle Crocodile, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, lo- I, I do love a good kid's film, yeah. to be fair. But I love it, yeah. And I was excited. I, I, I did want to watch it, but I missed out on this one. Yeah, so uh, when the Prim family moves to New York City, their young son Josh struggles to adapt to a new school and friends. All of that changes when he discovers Lyle, a singing crocodile that loves bats, caviar, and great music. The two become fast friends, but when evil neighbour Mr. Grumps threatens Lyle's existence, the Prims must band together to show the world that family can come from the most unexpected places. Now... So a proper kids' film. It is a, it is a proper kids' film. And this is if you are a parent listening to this, and obviously school holidays, I highly, highly recommend Lyle, Lyle Crocodile. I really enjoyed it. I don't know whether... Obviously, the film... You know, the film is just so easy to watch. I have to say, some of the songs are brilliant. I think the co-writer of some of the songs uh, also wrote some of the Greatest Showman songs, so you know they're going to be... I was going to say, when I heard one yeah, of the songs, it reminded gonna, Yeah, me I have shown Cockney John a few of the tunes. Myself and Isla have been listening to them on repeat. Um, I, I am happily going to give it uh, three Harry Stampers, I think. It's a solid three for Lyle Lyle. I couldn't really give it any more because, you know, it's a singing crocodile that loves baths. So I, <laughs> I can't I can't really, you know, in my right conscience, give it any more. But... So that to I, me means you're going to watch it again. I will 100% yeah. watch it again. Oh. I'll 100% watch it again because I love, I love Shawn Mendes. Uh, Javier Bardem's in it. I now, what, I love, I, love what it. I love about Javier Bardem, and if people are not sure who Javier Bardem is... He was the it was he, he was Skyfall. He was the baddie in Bond, wasn't he? And he was obviously the the No Country for Old Men. No Country for Old Men. Was it Skyfall that no, he was no, in? I don't, I don't watch Bond films. But That's why what it's like one of the films that I never watch is Bond films. Yeah, it is. It is. He is in Skyfall. Uh, he's a baddie in Skyfall. He's also No Country for Old Men. One of the most powerful kind of. Uh, what do you call it? Antagony, antagonist, antagonist yeah. uh, performances ever um, in No Country for Old Men. But he plays this kind of magician, struggling musician, uh, magician, musician kind of person, and he's struggling. And it's so is he a magician or a musician? It, both. 
That's why it was really difficult to say. Quite that. Try and say magician, magi- magician, musician, like really fast three times. Magician, musician, magician, musician, magician, musician. All right, shut up, mate. That was pretty good. Fair play. <laughs> Fair play. Um, but uh, I could not leave you without giving you Isla's review of Lyle Lyle Crocodile. Um, like I said before, she is a huge, huge Shawn Mendes fan. Um, and I have to say... As in terms of cuteness, I think this movie review could sell it to anyone who's unsure about going. Now, my little girl is a six-year-old, typical girl, loves her music, loves her dancing, and she loves Shawn Mendes. So this is Isla Parkinson's review of La La Crocodile. Hi, this is Adam, reporting for Adam and Courtney John's Big Movie Podcast, and I have just left the cinema with my daughter after watching Lyle, Lyle, Crocodile. So I'm going to give you Isla's exclusive review of Lyle, Lyle, Crocodile. So what did you think, Isla? It was phenomenal, and I love Shawn Mendes, um, and he was Lyle, Lyle. So you love Shawn Mendes. He was the voice of Lyle Lyle Crocodile and you thought it was phenomenal. Excellent pronunciation there, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) So what else did you like about the film? I loved all the songs. You loved all the songs. What was your favourite song? Top of the World Tonight. Top of the World. Uh, Could you give our listeners a little bit of that? I'm at the top of the world tonight. No one else I get to have. That is amazing. I'm sure we'll be playing that in the car. So, let's get to it. Um, Adam and Cotton John's Big Movie Podcast, as you all know, we choose our favourite movie characters and we give them a mark out of five. So, as we found out from Hocus Pocus 2, your favourite movie character is Ariel. Yeah. Yeah? So, out of five Ariels, what are you rating Lyle Lyle Crocodile? Can I give it six? Uh, mm, even though I love you to pieces, mm, five is the maximum. So what? What are you going to give it? Ten. <laughs> so I think you've had it there. Uh, five aerials, the full marks. From, no ten from Isla. So just before we go, Isla, um, it's half term. Uh, schools are breaking up for a week. Why should parents take their children to go and watch Lyle Lyle Crocodile? Because everyone likes crocodiles. There you have it, guys. Everybody likes crocodiles. Lyle Lyle Crocodile. It's out everywhere now. I think it's fun for all the family. So, yeah, let us know if you watch it. Thank you. Say bye, Isla. Bye. Now that is cute, isn't it? I think we should let her give it a 10. She can give it whatever she wants because that is, I think that's absolutely lovely. And I don't really know many other podcasts that get their dad and their daughter to review Halloween Ends and Lyle Lyle Crocodile. Um, But there you have it. So on Adam and Cotney John's bumper half-term episode this week, you've been given three options there. You've got a kid's absolute blast in Lyle Lyle Crocodile. You've got a wall-smashing superhero movie from The Rock in Black Adam. And then you've got a big steaming pile of trash Otherwise known as Halloween Ends. Right, right, hang on, hang on. What's worse, Halloween Ends or Don't Worry Darling? Because they're both ones or are they on a level? Because I, I genuinely think Don't Worry Darling is up there with Going Overboard, the Adam Sandler film for me. That's really hard, you know. 
I'm gonna say I'm gonna show my loyalty and love for my boy. Michael Myers, now joke. Harry Styles. I'm going, don't worry, darling. Just edges, Halloween ends. Just purely because I like the, the style, yeah, the suits yeah. and stuff and the music. Yeah. So let's get, let's wrap this episode just up. Just before, sorry, I just want to make something quick, clear. I'm six foot, right? Yeah. I look tiny next to you. I just want to make it clear that you're a giant. That people know that I'm not a tiny little person. It's just that you are like Brock Lesnar's little brother. Well, listen, us Adams are superheroes, you know that. Um, so, <laughs> are you white Adam? <laughs> like Black D and White D from uh, Benefit Street. <laughs> right. Plot in one sentence. Everyone have your guesses at the ready. A dad takes a long time to collect his daughter. Taken. That's your guess, is it? Yeah, taken. taken. A dad takes a long time to collect his daughter. Yeah, I might have changed that maybe like three times when I said it, but it was roughly that, wasn't it? Yeah, no, that's what you said. Yeah, it takes a long time. Yeah, it's taken. The it movie was... Taken. Yes. 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 He's finally got it. I kind of, I dangled yes. an easy one for you there because I felt a bit sorry for you. And I think a lot of people are feeling sorry for you. Um, <laughs> and uh, I still kind of feel sorry for you, even though you got it right. <laughs> um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we hope you enjoy your cinema trips. And uh, as always, join the Adam and Cotney John Big Movie Podcast group. Let us know what you're watching. Um, and we will be back next week with another brand new review and a throwback. And also the movie plot will be coming back. And I will make it ever so slightly harder for Mr. Cotney John. Now he's getting cocky. But thank you so much for joining us. For more information on dad and parenting, make sure you check out dadsnet.com. Woo! Dadsnet! For all your parenting um, information. Parenting needs. Parenting needs. Well, really. yeah. Do you know what? It's really good. Anything about parenting. It's just really good. Get on there. And uh, yeah, please leave us a review. Five-star rating. Subscribe to our podcast. We had a lovely review uh, from someone who said that they went to watch The Woman King because they listened to our review and then they loved The Woman King and they wouldn't have watched it if they didn't listen to this, which I was the first time I thought, as if we, we might yeah, be doing something good here. Someone. Yeah, yeah, one person. We'll take it. We want more of you. Make sure you review it. And thank you so much for listening. We will be back next week. Yeah, bet.